Clips found himself holding his breath as she studied the card. She put it down on the table and tapped her index finger against it. Knight of Swords, she announced with humor fully melting over her tone. You are ready for a challenge. I suspect it's been a while since you've seen a worthy challenge. Be brave, my dear Nova Homodrak. You will find your star. Considering that he had never told anyone about the star in the Humline's calculations, or the comments to be brave, Eclipse knew that her reading had to be accurate. How else would she have known? Thank you, Eclipse said with genuine emotion. Your assistance to us is appreciated. Of course. The drifter leaned over and touched her hand. Eclipse felt a surge of magic leave the drifter and enter Amanda. Never be afraid to use your powers. Looking over Amanda, she seemed like she'd seen something that changed the world. He wondered what sight the drifter had left with her as a reward for helping them. Being a scarcity within the worlds of the One Song, drifters were normally the most sought-after type of mage, usually allowing the drifter's pockets to be filled with gold in the process. The generosity of a drifter bestowing a future sight vision was a very rare thing indeed. Eclipse picked up his box and stored it back in his pouch. Knowing that it was empty now, it felt strangely odd not to have the tiny, minuscule weight of the boy's hair inside of it. Eclipse hoped the boy knew that he would find his way across any chaos door or time periods that the curse sent Calzel through. Eclipse would make sure this curse ended. And the time was now. Amanda was already putting her belongings away, not in the box, but arranging them on her desk as the drifter and Eclipse headed for the door. Voch am kotu drinkasha, the drifter said with a wave of his arms. The drifter and Eclipse went through the door, which looked out into one world, but exited into another. The tall buildings Eclipse had seen on one side turned to smaller structures, usually only one or two stories, rather than fifty. Concrete streets turned to dirt. The scent of smoke shrouded the air along with the fogginess that accompanied it, and a solid layer of ash seemed to lightly coat the streets and houses. A man staggered across their path, giving them a toothless grin. As his footprints led through the ash, Eclipse realized that this was a way of life for the people of this period. He looked around and saw why. There, just down the street, were the big iron gates blockading a brick pathway which led to a crematorium. In the distance, Eclipse saw several more crematoriums, all churning out streams of smoke and soot. The drifter raised the hood of his cloak and slumped his shoulders forward as he headed down the street. I should have known this would be a plague time, he growled. A plague time? There's an epidemic going on here. We landed in a time where the deaths have become numerous enough that they can no longer bury their dead. They have to burn them. They don't even bother to remove anything from the corpse, partially out of fear that they will get the disease 
and partially because they don't have the time to. People are dying that fast. Being nearly immortal, Eclipse had no worries about himself. Should I be concerned about you or the boy? He asked. Wow, the drifter said, eyeing Eclipse warily. I know of a homodrac concerned for another. Are you sure you're not sick? Maybe the plague has gotten you already. I don't know where you got this notion that Nova Homodrax don't care about people, but you should know you are wrong. Eclipse kept his tone very matter-of-fact. Nova Homodrax couldn't do what we do if we didn't care. Then maybe you ought to discuss tempering your attitude toward other magical humans. <laughs>